Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. I'm Kat. And I'm Liz. Hello, Kat. Hey, Liz. It's always nice to connect with you. Always. So today we're going to talk about something that you experienced this past week at work. Yes. Want to tell us your story? Sure. It's like I'm the listener question. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. So we started the new year and my company is recruiting like crazy for engineers and data scientists and product managers and all the things. We're in hyper growth mode. Go, go, go. So I had this whole idea of I'm going to generate candidate flow by putting a big post on LinkedIn saying like, we're awesome. This is why we're remote first. We have great benefits, yada, yada, yada. And I put it on LinkedIn. I said, does this sound great to you? We're hiring. Put yourself on my calendar. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) how many people did you have on your calendar, Liz, this week? Like for the the first couple of weeks in January, it was like over 30 had signed up for 15-minute slots on my already pretty busy. I got a lot oh to do, Kat. Yep. Um, it, it was like they were coming in so fast I didn't know what to do. Um, and most of them did not have like technical experience or backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Most of them were like job seekers who were looking for a career change. It broke my heart that there were a lot of teachers. I'm like mm-hmm. I did the shit right. being a teacher and – I want to help everybody. Like, why do we do this podcast, right? Like, I I want to help people. But at the end of the day, I've got a ton on my plate and I can't spend two weeks meeting with with people I can't hire because we're a early stage startup that doesn't have training programs and stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't Mm -hmm. wait for someone to ramp for six months. So next time you um, next time you do a post like that, it'll be, hey, if you're interested, reach out to so and so, right? Hey, are you a data scientist? <laughs> are you a machine learning engineer? Are you a product manager? Yes. If not, please pass this pass over this post. Um, so it got me thinking, though. Like, so I learned, and I thought what I did was I followed up with everyone saying, "These are the jobs we have open. Please send your resume. Please mm-hmm. tell me what job you're interested in." Like, I yeah. And a lot of people said, "Ooh, I'm not a good fit for any of those," and and so they took themselves off, or we found a way for me to take them off. So my calendar became a lot more manageable. But for a minute there, I was panicking. Yeah, because um, you're so busy right now just with the day-to-day yeah. creating policies and stuff. Yeah, I, ca- I can't spend, mm-hmm. you know, seven hours a week talking to people that I'm not going to hire. Yeah. So it got me thinking about this episode, though, and wanting to help people know what to do if they do have an opportunity to network with someone new. Because what's been interesting is some of these people that stayed on my calendar or as I figured out how to f- manage my <laughs> calendar better oh, – it kind of amazed me how unprepared they were Ah, and how like they didn't help me help them, if you know what I mean. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about what to do if you have the opportunity to network with somebody new, um, whether they're an executive or not, like Mm -hmm. someone who could influence your career in some way. What do you do when you're, on you've got an opportunity to have some FaceTime. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's um let's just go ahead and list it out. Okay. Yep. 
Yep. So the first thing you want to do, if you have the opportunity to get on someone's calendar, you know, you know, anyone on the recruiting stuff, but especially I'm going to, especially if it's someone who is an executive level VP or above, mm-hmm. you want to do everything in your power to help them to prepare. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you've got your resume in their hands, mm-hmm. make sure your LinkedIn profile is updated mm-hmm. and that they know the nature of the conversation. And what I mean by that is they know what you want to talk to them. Yes. About. They know they know which position you're interested in or which couple of positions, or at least which area you want to mm-hmm. spell it out as, as, as clearly as you can, what you're interested in yeah. so that, so that they can sit down for the minute they're going to have, if we're lucky to look at their resume yes. before they get on the phone with you to, to know what you're interested in and then to have a, a, a good, a good enough resume that gives them the opportunity to assess quickly, whether or not they think you're going to be a fit. Totally. Like, for example, if one of the teachers had said, I'm a teacher wanting to get into business. I saw that you did that. I'd love to learn from you. I it's on like Donkey Kong. I'm you're, you're staying <laughs> on my calendar. Like, right. I absolutely want, I know what you need from me. I'm willing to give that time to help someone who's I've been in their shoes, like mm-hmm. for sure. But your name is Dan Smith and I have gotten nothing from you mm-hmm. except your name. There's a few Dan Smiths out there. I can't find you. Yeah. I know nothing about you. So I start the call with, so Dan, who are you? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Dan. And 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 I'm uncomfortable because I like to be prepared for my meetings. Sure. But if you said, I'm Dan Smith, I'm in sales, I've sold these types of products, and I I saw you're hiring salespeople, let's talk sales. Oh, we'll talk all day. Yeah. Well, we won't. We'll talk for 15 minutes. Right. But um, if I only know your name... And I have no idea what you want to get out of. You've got, all right, you got the opportunity to get 15 minutes with me. Why do you want it? Right. You've got and, to and tell if, the person to help them. Be, help them. And like, if you haven't, if you haven't produced your resume, a LinkedIn, a quick elevator conversation, we're talking 30 seconds. This mm-hmm. is who I am, what I do, what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're at a disadvantage. And actually the person who's talking to you is at a disadvantage because they haven't had the opportunity to, to prepare, even if it is a two, three minute preparation, it's going to change the direction of the conversation. So the the first thing, you know, I want to include in this, this first beginning phase here is you got to assume that whoever you're talking to is busy. (laughs) <laughs> so you, you want to do everything in your power to help them to prepare for the meeting by giving them any relevant information mm-hmm. that they need to be able to assess whether or not you're going to be a good fit for them. Totally. And I love that you said that because instead of spending the first three of 15 minutes saying, so Dan, who are you? Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, so Dan, you're in sales and mm-hmm. you're interested in coming here to work. We just cut out the first three minutes of mm-hmm. your 15 minute moment. So so Help then you can them. talk, yeah, you yeah. can talk deeper. Yes. You, have the op- you have the opportunity to actually go deeper if you come in prepared and, and make it easy for the person you're going to talk to. Yes. And I'm not coming into the call going, who the heck is this? I know it's Dan. Um, so <laughs> yes, help the, help the person prepare by giving them relevant information about who you are and, mm-hmm. and what your goal is for that conversation, what you're looking to get out of it. It helps them know what they're in for and know how to tailor the conversation. So the second 
piece of advice is to be prepared. Mm-hmm. So research the person you're talking to. You can actually find out a lot about someone by looking them up, Googling their name. Oh my God. Going, going over to LinkedIn. Yes. And, you know, at least do that, at minimum. Yes. And pretty much any, especially if we're talking executive level folks, they're Googleable. They are yeah. easy to find. Um, they've, they've got a bio. Most of them will have a bio on mm-hmm. the actual company, <laughs> yes. you know, executive team, our team page. Yep. Um, research them. Research the company, their mm-hmm. latest news, what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, I mean, we've said this a zillion times because this is my pet peeve in recruiting, but like, don't waste time asking questions that are found on the web. So tell me what your company does. Or, and I'm cool if you're like, so I looked at your website. It looks like you do this. Am I right? Like, that's mm-hmm. cool. But like, so tell me what you do. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Is chance, you know, if you say that, the chances are, no matter who you're talking to in the hiring process, they probably are not going to put you forward because you've just proven that you haven't done any research and that you haven't been respectful of the person's time. Right. And and in this day and age, there's just no excuse, no excuse. For, for not prepping. No. Unless you don't know. And that's why we're doing this episode. So yes! that we, can, we can help you to know what to do. But especially when you're networking, again, what is your goal of networking? To, you're wanting to get, there's something to get out of the conversation. So go in prepared to impress, which means doing your research up front. The person you're talking to shouldn't have done more research on you than you have on them and their company. And again, doing your research helps you maximize the time because then any questions you ask aren't the Captain Obvious questions that you could find out like on the website or where they use, you know, where they used to work or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. So absolutely be prepared. Website, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter. You know, sure. if, they're, if they're active on Twitter, you can find out a ton about them. Ton. Yes. So, so let's go on to the next step. Third, okay. if you're getting to know them without a predetermined agenda, mm-hmm. like which would be the situation that you explained to us earlier, Liz. Oops. <laughs> you know, have your elevator pitch ready mm-hmm. and, and, you know, be clear on what you want from the meeting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in this case, you would like to be able to clearly share with Liz your background and how that background is a good fit for whatever specific position you're interested in. For sure. Um, And and be ready to be ready to say that in the meeting Mm -hmm. you're taking their time, make sure that you get, you know, make sure that you communicate what you need to communicate Mm -hmm. to ideally get what you want out of it, but be concise and be ready. So right. if you've got 15 minutes with an executive, you don't want to be shooting the shit for very long, you know, a minute or two quick, you know, Hey, how are you? Weather's nice. Yeah. Here's my elevator <laughs> pitch. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. These people, you know, it, it's, it's a privilege to get on that calendar mm-hmm. and, and you want to be strategic about how you approach it. Yes. And bottom line, like their first question inevitably is going to be like, so tell me about yourself, cat. Mm-hmm. And so Kat mm-hmm. better be ready to tell me about herself. Yep. And if we've got 15 minutes, probably doesn't want to spend five 
No. Telling me about herself. No. An elevator pitch. She's not going to get for me what she wants to get for me. An elevator pitch, they say should be 30 seconds, but you know, I think you can probably go 60 seconds, 90 seconds without Yep. Without overstaying that welcome, but make sure that if you go 90 seconds, that you're actually saying relevant things. Amen. Okay. Yes. And it's professional elevator mm-hmm. pitch versus. Yes. Not what you like to do in your, you know, in your, in your spare time. Yes. yes. I, you know, you can find me hiking along the trails of the San Mateo coast. Yes. Which is true. I just got back from a hike, but it's not appropriate when you're talking to an executive. It doesn't move the conversation. Ultimately, this is a convert. If you're networking with anyone, it's a conversation for you to move something, to make a connection in some way, shape, or form, to get a question answered, Mm -hmm. to move your career, to learn about something. So So be curious. The more you talk, the less you get because you're talking. So that brings us to point number four. Ah. Let the person mm. that you have created the appointment with. Yes. Let them run the meeting yes. and ask the questions. Yes. Do not try to control mm-hmm. the time. Yep. And 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 there is advice out there that tells you to do that. Nope. I'm going to tell you right now, that advice is crap. Mm-hmm. The, the way that you navigate these kind of conversations, especially conversations with executives, mm-hmm. is you come in prepared, all of the things we just said in two and three, and then number four, let them run it. Mm-hmm. Saying hi and verbal vomiting <laughs> is not the way to go here. No. It's the way to, it's the way to shut it down. I've seen it so many times. Smart, qualified people who could really do the job, but they just couldn't keep their mouth shut and 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 messed up the opportunity for themselves. And um, so. If that happens to you, or if that has happened to you, okay, no one is perfect. We're all human. No. It's a learning opportunity. Take it and learn from it. Yep. But let them, I love that you said that because letting them lead, and I will say this, especially if you're a man and they're a woman. Mm-hmm. And I say that because as women, we're taught to be aware of men that will railroad us or push aside our ideas or not let us be leaders. So once a woman gets into leadership, her spidey sense goes out for the man who does not allow a woman to lead them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so, going to be that's going to be a demerit right there. I mean, I'm not hiring a dude. That sounds so archaic, but you know, that's that's going to be a point against you. Yeah. I, if a dude railroads me in a meeting, I'm like, I don't want to work with that dude. Yep. Like yep. that's just, that is fact. Them's the facts, Jack. But um, <laughs> also you need to let them run the meeting because while you may have an agenda, they may have one too. So they may have seen your profile and been like, ooh, look mm-hmm. at cat. And they may have some questions they want to ask for something you're unaware. They may have an agenda you're not aware of. And if I'm running my mouth off, talking about something that's not important to them, we may not even get to the things that are important to them. So you want to be pleasant, mm-hmm. easy, and 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 present. Yes. Right? So so before the call, take some time to get yourself present. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, take 30 seconds, feel your feet, <sighs> take a couple deep breaths, and, and be clear on your purpose for the meeting. Yes, but 
you let them ask, tell me about yourself. What are, you know, what are you looking to get out of this meeting? And then mm-hmm. you're having these quick elevator speeches to answer those questions. And then they may throw you something wild. And usually they're trying to fish for something when they do yeah. that. Yeah. And, and you can go with it. The more you, the more opportunities you have to do this, the better you're going to be. Oh, for sure. So, so after the call, take some time to evaluate how the call went. Mm-hmm. Think about what you might do differently next time mm-hmm. and then apply that. It's, it, yes. you know, we are, we are human beings. We are not human perfects, <laughs> but the more you can apply the learnings from each opportunity you have, mm-hmm. the better you're going to be the next time. And it's all about preparation. Yeah, for sure. So our last big tip, and this, this is a pet peeve of mine, but be mindful of the time. I, I mean, if you I, have a fifteen-minute meeting, uh huh, it's that is a short meeting. Uh huh. Just be super respectful. Like you know, have a clock near you. If you're getting if you're getting close to the end of the time, and they ask you another question, you it's okay to check in and say, "Hey, I I know we're close to the end of the time." Yep. yep. Um. So yeah, like as we've said before, most. Managers and higher impact days filled with meetings. Um, meaning, if it's on Zoom, let's say you're ready and on that Zoom two to five minutes before it's time, mm-hmm. you're not five minutes late. Uh, and don't well, go over like Kat just said. Like if you're show them, they're like, "I see we have two minutes left." Is it you know? Do you want the two minute version? Show right. them that you're aware of that that you are taking because when you're asking to network with someone, you're taking 15 minutes from their other stuff. So you're super aware. So be on time. Be aware of the end time. And Kat, a bunch of these people have just ghosted. They never took themselves off my calendar because remember, it was a calendly length thing, but they never took. Th- so I sat there and waited. After three minutes, I said, you weren't here. I was. I, I hope everything is fine with you. And I peaced out. Um, Ghosting is so rude. And so I don't, rude. I, I think it happens more than it used to. Mm-hmm. And not a good idea. I, I, it's just I not mean, a good idea. People have memories. And, you know, you don't, I mean, you don't want a, a, a ghosting situation from from two or three years ago to haunt you no. in present day. No, and just like cancel the meeting on the calendar if you're not doing even, it. Even if it's an hour before, it's never too late. No! Of, cor- of course, ideally cancel it the day before, of okay? Course. 24 hours is ideal, okay? Mm-hmm. And if something comes up, shit happens, people, right? Oh, God, life, yeah. life happens. Okay. If something comes up, it is never too late to cancel a meeting until no. right before. No, it's okay. And, and so, like, so I will give you a, a great, so one person no showed, I sent my, I've been waiting for three minutes. I'm out of here. She's like, I had an emergency. And I'm kind of like, I, and of course I was kind and I want, I hope she's okay. I do. Mm-hmm. I said, please reschedule. But like, in my brain, I'm like, <laughs> okay. In 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 your brain, you're not going to say it, but I will say it, knowing as well as I know you, yeah. that you know this person, if she does reschedule, she's probably going to have to jump through some hoops to overcome that 
you know, the, the lack of respect, because even when we have an emergency, we can send an delete, email. We, you delete the meeting and it pops off the calendar. Or you say, I'm sorry, I have an emergency. I'll reschedule. Like, I'm sorry, I have an emergency. Or I have an emergency. That's it. And, like, you know, I, I mean, of course, there are some emergencies where oh, you, know, yeah. you, get in a, you get in a car accident oh. and you can't do that. But, but usually there's no, time to send an email. Usually there's time to send an yes. email. Yes. And I will say this, and this happened to me today. I was going, I, I had, I was in back to back to backs and one of the little 15 minutes I was going over with my boss because we went over and we were dealing with something really important and I sent them a quick, I'm so sorry, I'm on with my boss, mm-hmm. please reschedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do not take that personally. You did that and you did that while you were in your other meeting, right? With you my did- boss. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I felt badly, but at the same time, my priority had to be mm-hmm. that. Well, you know, especially if you're, if you're, if you have the privilege of meeting with a VP of HR, you know, VP of HR, their, their, their day changes. They may have a plan for their day, but yeah. fires happen and, and, you know, priorities will change. So, you know, mm-hmm. the fact but, that you sent an email speaks to your integrity, list. But also knowing that a networking meeting And don't take this personally, peeps, but a networking meeting is lower on anybody's priority list than than fighting a work fire. Mm -hmm. So if I'm Mm -hmm. in sales and I have a networking meeting, but I've got a a customer that's blowing up or, you know, like, or I'm in engineering and I have a networking meeting, but I have some code to fix. Like the networking meetings are always going to get pushed. Mm -hmm. That's how it should be. Be flexible. So be flexible. Yes. If that happens, don't take it personally Mm-mm. because, you know, stuff happens, right? Yes. And know that with the time thing, like you're watching the clock, you know, when your 15 minutes is up, if they want more time with you, they'll ask for it. I promise. They'll say, Kat, this has been a great conversation. Will you put 15 more minutes on my calendar next week? Mm-hmm. So, and if they don't do that, don't get offended. It just may be done. But if they want more time, they'll ask for it. It's not an excuse. If you think it's going well, it's not an excuse to go over. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we hope that these tips are helpful in preparing you for your next networking opportunity. Consider yourself lucky to get on yeah. someone's calendar. Make the most of the chance and don't waste it by sending someone, you know, your LinkedIn profile, like during the meeting. <laughs> Make a great impression. Do your best. And you never know when your paths will cross again. Until next time, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We do. This is Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. Our website with all Real Job Talk related information is realjobtalk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topics you'd like to talk about, and Real Job Talk stories. And you may find them featured on a future episode. Use the website or email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at realjobtalk. And on Facebook and Instagram at realjobtalkshow. My name is Kathleen Nelson Troyer. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Cat. And on LinkedIn, I'm Kathleen Nelson Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. On Twitter, I'm Liz B. Consult. And on LinkedIn, I'm Liz Bronson. Real Job Talk is produced by John Mark Troyer. Our graphic artists are Lexi and Zachary Bronson. 
And thanks for joining us. Until next time.